Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corner's Pokemon D&D campaign, featuring Cindy, a young vagabond from the Hoenn region with pyromaniac tendencies, Gimli, a stocky, burly miner from Sinnoh looking for his lost son, Elodie, an enthusiastic foodie and baker from Kalos, and Schmidt, an enigmatic man from Johto with a duck. My name is Rich, and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. Where last we left the Quacko Paco, they were barely holding themselves together in the depths of Granite Cave on the island town of Duford. While searching for treasures and valuable gems to assist in their financial legal predicament, alongside current party companion Ruin Maniac Omari, the gang found themselves trapped under a collapsed ceiling after battling a family of Haxorus. Upon emerging from the rubble battered and bruised, the party identified a steep cliff face approaching well over 50 feet in height, with two discernible tunnels dug horizontally into the earthen wall. The Paco peered briefly into the lower one, deciding it was not the tunnel they sought, and continued upwards even higher, where they encountered a tunnel with evidence of freshly dug sediment. They unfortunately triggered a net trap, flinging just Schmidt into the ceiling under the net, as a rugged man emerged from the shadows, alongside a formidably appearing rock-type Pokemon. What will the Paco do? We were descending into the tunnel. Correct. That was our that was our last move. Uh, last thing I did was, I'm guessing, am I like, is this like cartoony, like I'm in a net? Like yeah. the net is suspended from the ceiling, or I'm like pinned to the wall, like the net track just like flung me upwards into the, the ceiling. ceiling. Like there was loose net? And it tightened, and everyone jumped out of the way except for you, and it pulled you to the ceiling. Okay. I could burn the net. <laughs> Let's not. No, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm good. Not. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I appreciate the concern. Uh, we, we, don't, we don't have to do that. Uh, hey, buddy. Uh, you mind letting me down real quick? Is this what you say to the strange man? Yes. He strikes a torch, because it is fairly dark in the tunnel. Um, and he peers around and he, he asks, who, who are you? Okay. I just said no to them lighting me on fire. I would appreciate if you don't light me on fire as well. He holds the torch back a little bit and he continues to stare out. Um, he is going to make a check. That is a good roll. This man looks at Gimli and he says, dad, Gimli? <laughs> uh, you hear a clattering as he drops a pickaxe and he rushes towards you, Gimli, his father. Uh, do you go for a father-son embrace? Oh, absolutely. All right. Do you want to roll for that? Of course. You get advantage, by the way. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm great at hugs. Of course <laughs> I get an advantage. There's no way Wait, I'm actually, actually like on cry Gimli's right now. Character sheet that <laughs> oh, this is like a father And I'm a good thing. hugger? Yeah, it's in yeah. my sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What'd you get? For sure. Like, Hug stat is 20, so... Do, do I get any bonuses to my sure? To my hug yeah, is it Riz? Yeah, it, well, it's uh, like Riz and strength, probably. We can't just have Riz and strength. Yeah, why not? That's eight. That's crazy. Yeah, do it. <laughs> twenty-two. Yeah, of course. Um, and he gets a twenty-one. How appropriate! Oh um, my god, best hug ever. Yeah, for the first time in months, father and son have been reunited. Gimli and Jimli have met up in the Hoenn region in the depths of Granite Cave. I was worried sick, my boy. You worried me and your mother sick. He says... Your father and us have been looking for you everywhere. I'm I... Keep in mind that Cindy is like 
proclaiming this as they are like embracing and is like you had us worried Uh, like where are you it's like you are a little child Schmidt, did you I have something also, to say? I, I, I look at Quacko and I'm like, they're not going to help us out of this net. So I would like to pull out my, my metal talon hand and try to rip through the netting myself. Yeah, give me like a disadvantaged dexterity. Dexterity, okay. We're still at that, right? You haven't gotten a, a, a crit yet? Nope. Uh, Goddamn. Uh, I rolled a 19 uh-huh. and then I rolled a 4. Yep. Fucking uh, goes. Uh, <laughs> it's a 7 total. Such is the way of life. Schmidt, you feel okay. for sure that your metallic fingers are in fact sharp like a bird's talons. Um, and you could tell that it could cut through the rope, but you're having struggle like you're struggling with like the connection of tendons from like your middle of your wrist that controls the retraction of your fingers. Like they, they're just kind of twitching and you can't really get the, the the scraping kind of grip that you need to make it happen. Okay. Can I have Quacko slash the net? Sure. Is is it a specific attack or is he just slashing? Maybe, like, have him jump up a little bit and then do, like, a 360 kind of slash that, like, cuts around the whole net and then everything falls back to the ground, you know? Okay, yeah. He does that no problem. Uh, You can roll for fun if you want, but he is a skilled swordsman. Uh, He should be able to to just clear the net for sure. This does mean that you fall 10 feet. Uh, Please roll 1d6. That's fine. That is a 4. Okay, you take 4 points of damage as you fall to the ground behind the party, startling Jimly and kind of interrupting their embrace as Gimli is saying, oh, you know, family's been so worried about you. Um, <laughs> I love the whole visual of, like, they're having this father-son embrace. It's like, oh, the family's so worried about you. And then Cindy jumps in and is getting on to him. And then you just hear a thud in the <laughs> <Yeah>. background. <laughs> that is exactly what happens. I guess I should ask if Elodie has anything contribute to this tender moment. Uh, she's actively crying, okay. much like I am. Okay. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. Jim Lee is started a little bit, and he continues to hold his father, but he, like, pushes his face away so he can talk a little bit. Um, and he says, Dad, it's so good to see you. I, I hadn't heard from you or, or from Mom in such a long time. Where have you been? I, I've been trying to get a hold of you. Have you? Uh, we were trying to find you. Jim Lee kind of lets out a sigh, and he says, ah, Something's not right. We... We have something to talk about, but first, Dad, who who are these people? Who who are you with? The, this is the Quacko Paco. These are my companions. Uh, Jim Lee's going to make a roll upon that information. He says, weirdly, that name is familiar to me. Were, were you guys on the news or something? Probably a few times, yeah. Uh, Jim Lee nods his head and he says, huh, glad you can still make friends, Dad. And he pats you on the <laughs> shoulder a little bit. He moves over to help schmidt get up if you have not already gotten up would you accept his hand to be raised off the ground uh sure okay yeah jim lee helps schmidt get off the ground and you can feel he is quite the strong man um as he pulls you up you can see he is wearing dusty tattered like cargo pants seems like his pockets are full of all sorts of useful things uh he's wearing a a sturdy kind of leather jacket again very utility oriented um, got a, a, a dirty singlet on underneath. Uh, he's got a, a, a nice looking beard, nice and burly man. And the main difference between him and Gimli's, he's much taller. He's actually taller than Neuschmidt. He's probably about six, three. And he, you can see he's got his father in him. He's, he's, he doesn't have the gray beard, but he's, he's got a nice humble beard. You get the impression that he's maybe your age, slightly younger. So another homeless man. <laughs> Jimmy's. <laughs> 
uh he's tall <laughs> right home. yeah yeah because his mom is tall we can get into mom that later tall, yeah 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 mom so, too. yeah exactly well, we can get into that later yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know his mom's. Yeah, I'm four, four eleven. Yeah, his mom I love is, that dynamic. Yeah, it's yeah. it's important. That's true love. Jim Lee will help up Schmidt, and after he helps him up, he will hold out his hand and introduce himself. I'm Jim Lee Lodestone. What's your name? Schmidt. I'm Cindy. Okay, yeah, Jim Lee. I'm Elodie. Yeah, Jim Lee will go around and introduce himself very politely, very formally to everyone. Um, his handshake is very firm, and he has big hands, big old like gravelly not gravelly but like there's rock sediment on his hands like they're dusty like he's been right, chiseling he very rough hands yeah. yeah yeah calloused that's the word i'm looking for he's calloused calloused hands. Hands. Yeah, he's yeah. a working man you know he's right. he's an adventurer he's a stone worker uh as jim lee introduces himself to everyone he also introduces his partner rocco the golem a cantonian golem some of you might be familiar with its appearance um seems like a very formidable strong kind of tortoise golem looking pokemon it's funny that golem is a golem but you know what i'm trying to say a stone elemental for sure and it looks quite fearsome and powerful he says uh i i know granite cave isn't particularly hospitable but if we can go a little bit deeper in the tunnel i got the rest of my party in there and and we can settle down and i can make you some food oh that'd be lovely (laughs) the journey we've had can Omari come too? He's just a guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Omari is standing like at the end there. of the tunnel. Like a- after all the stuff that's happening, he's like trying to keep his distance. He's pretty shy. Um, and Jim Lee will say, oh, I didn't even notice you back there. Come on, let's have some food. Um, and Omari kind of, you know, adjusts himself and, and walks forward cautiously. Do, do you all follow Jim Lee into the next chamber? Yeah. Great. Yeah. The first thing you notice as you walk in is the faint glow of a fiery snail Pokemon. It is uh, kind of laying down with its face on the ground and bubbles are coming out of its skin, I suppose, if you could describe it that. But its body is made of magma. Um, That is what is illuminating this room. Besides this Pokemon, which seems vaguely familiar, there are also four additional very powerful looking Pokemon. The next one that is clearly obvious, which the Magcargo's light is reflecting off of quite well, is a enormous, incredibly long, roughly Diana sized, but much heavier and bigger looking um, metallic snake Pokemon uh, with spinning spires al- along its body that is kind of curled up in, in a corner of this large chamber that has been dug out by presumably Jim Lee. Additionally, there is a Pokemon that is floating in the air and eyeing you all very warily. It is one that you actually saw in Meteor Falls. This is, in fact, a Lunatone. There are two other Pokemon, and they seem to be having a discussion or a quarrel, perhaps. Uh, There is one Rock Raptor-looking Pokemon, much like a Pterodactyl. Uh, It is also quite large and formidable, but it has not taken notice to you all yet, as it is locking eyes with a different Pokemon, a mollusk of some sort that has a spiny reticulated shell and blue tentacles uh, coming out of its face and uh, its body area coming out of this Nautilus. Uh, these two Pokemon are engaged in perhaps a conversation or a spar as they have not turned their attention to you yet. It appears that the large metallic snake creature, Steelix, is sleeping. This appears to be Jim Lee's party. There is one more thing that you notice in this room, and that is if you turn to your right as you entered, and we will say from the north, so then that would be the east, uh, there is a large, perhaps 20 or so, 20 by 20 foot mural 
much in the same way that you saw on the first floor of the cavern. This seems to be the same style, similar artwork, um, but it is not visible to the public from that first floor. This seems to be an, an extension of it, a continuation of it. Jim Lee rummages through some bags that are in this room, and he pulls out like those little folding like camping chairs. They don't have a back. They're like kind of like little stools that you can kind of just squat on. I'm rolling a dice. He pulls out four of them. So it appears he does not have enough for everyone. Uh, he will kind of hand them out and say, here you go, here you go. Uh, just kind of generally around the heat that Mag Cargo is making. And then he will just stand. And I guess with Omari and the four of you. Cindy will sit on the ground and hand Omari. I was like, I could just sit on the ground. Yeah, I'll like, I'm Omari. On the ground. <laughs> okay, so we have so Omari three. gets all the chairs. <laughs> so we have three of you. Let's just give Omari all the chairs. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, if they're gonna give it to Amari, then I'll give mine back to Jimmy. Like he can sit there, and I'll just sit on the floor. Dude's got a footrest. Dude's got a backrest. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, so this is <laughs> this is great. Yeah. Omari isn't. Uh, he's he's too tired and just generally exhausted to put much stock into this social situation. So he will not argue or ask questions about the mathematics of it. He will simply sit on one of these little chairs. Jimmy also pulls out a large pan and a bunch of ingredients and a kind of metallic metal frame that implants itself firmly and neatly around Mac Cargo's shell. It is like a built portable stove, and he begins preparing some ingredients. He pulls out some wooden cutting boards, and he pulls out some cutlery. seems like he's very well prepared for this. He gets to work, and he looks around at the lot of you, and he looks at his father, Gimli, and he asks, well, I don't even know where to start, as he's begins to chop the vegetables he says when when did you come to hoen dad well i mean when you stopped calling we we got worried we couldn't t get in touch with you so i came to hoen to find you <laughs> jim lee says ah uh, yeah i knew that'd be a problem i'm i'm so sorry as as you know i started adventuring as a trainer in Sinnoh, and it got to the point where i felt like i wanted more i wanted to travel i wanted to become a powerful trainer and so he begins. He stops chopping for a moment, and he lifts up his jacket, and he shows you a lapel. And within it are multiple shiny badges. In fact, there is a total of 18 of them. Oh. There are many, many badges on this man's jacket. Um, actually, Schmidt, you recognize for sure at least eight of them from mm. just what you know from the Hohen region. And you see one of them particularly is your mother's badge he kind of flashes those humbly modestly but also kind of trying to show his dad how far he's come and clearly with the powerful pokemon that are residing in this chamber uh he has quite a number of battles under his belt he turns back to his dad and says i i got a little carried away and uh, you know I, I i met a champion and and he taught me a lot and we did a lot of battling in mount silver and i i think you would really like it there dad there's a there's a lot of really cool rocks and minerals and these powerful rock type pokemon i yeah. one time while red was asleep i had to i had to defend everyone from a a, a tyranitar it, it was really really hard but i did it and i only had a few badges at that point well i had eight out of my 16 but it, it, it was tough and 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 red he taught me a lot and and he kind of cuts himself off there because he feels like he's getting carried away. And he says, No, I'm, I'm glad you're doing so well. Uh, again, me and your mother, we were just worried. And I know you can be a little stubborn, get a little carried away with whatever you're doing. But again, we just worry. That's all. Especially with how dangerous the world can be. And I know you're, you're a strong growing boy. Ed. <laughs> so you can, you can handle it. But it, we always just want to know what's going on. 
Jim Lee smiles and he's, you know, a little teary eyed and he says, I'm I'm really sorry. I as soon as I left Mount Silver, I, I, I wrote and I called and I I didn't know why I couldn't get a hold of you or mom. And the the fact that you're here, well, what where's mom? Yeah, that that's the issue too. I, I couldn't get in touch with mom and we've been locked in this country. I mean I mean I got some badges too, just so we can try to leave, but they won't let you leave unless you have like six badges. So <laughs> Do you flash your badges? Yeah. <laughs> to show them off? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, five, comp- you know, compared to 18. Uh, Jim Lee is proud of you. You have a career and, and a family, and you've only gotten into training just recently, just months, you know, and the fact that you've picked up five in a difficult situation, he's impressed. And he says, wow, that's that's great, Dad. He will ask, so you haven't heard from Mom either then? No. And we haven't been able to really sit down and have another phone call because, I mean, you got swept up in things. We've got swept up in things. So it's been really hard to find time to even touch base. There's been a lot happening. Jim Lee says, well, I've been trying to get a hold of her for for over a month now. And I, I, I don't know what's going on. He says, I haven't gotten a letter or anything. Have When was the last time that you spoke with her? It's clear not, that Jim Lee is really worried. Since I left, I, I tried to call uh, the only time I really had access to a phone, and that was the only time we could really touch base. And I sent her a letter, but I haven't gotten anything back. You did get a letter. I'm just reminding you as a DM to a player, I think. I did get a return letter? Yes, you received it in Mauville via flying letter delivery. Oh, so true. Do you decide to pull? Do you decide to show him the letter that you got? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Upon having this conversation, Gimli remembers and he rummages through his bag and finds the last. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, I do see this now. Yeah, from the I found it. Yeah, that he received from from his wife Gemma. Will you show it to Gimli? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, this is the last last thing I had from her. Yeah. Okay. Gimli reads it, and again, he's he's a little emotional. He's taken a pause on the cooking as an oil and some uh, some spices and a couple vegetables are beginning to sizzle in the pot that is on the resting Macargo's back. Um, he reads through it and he says, this is really sweet, but something's not right. Is she... And he just kind of stops his train of thought there as he stares at the letter because it's just not calculating for him. He says, how many times have you read over this? Is, there's got to be a secret meaning or something. There has to be a reason why she's not reaching out. And he's clearly getting a little frustrated. Well, my boy, we can't go back and see how she's doing until I came to find you first. I couldn't leave. And you obviously can. So we could go back and try to figure something out. But we're, we're here right now. And your mother's strong. I'm, I know you're worried, but I, I know this woman. And I'm not. I think she's okay, and I hope she's okay, but I had more pressing matters. (laughs) I had to find you. I don't know where you were. That's what we were worried about and the reason why I'm here. She knew that. So not not to prioritize her over you, but I knew where she was until we lost touch. I didn't know where you were. So now that I know, we can try to figure out where she is. It'll be okay. Jim Lee appreciates this and he accepts this answer and you know he he makes con he makes physical contact with you um and he holds on to you and he says thanks dad we'll we'll figure this out together and he continues back to the cooking he he puts the letter down or he just gives it back to you and he will continue working on the food we also met red <laughs> oh do you bring that up sure 
Jim Lee's eyes get wide. He says, oh, wow, really? Where did you see him? We we had to split up for a few reasons. But, man, he's such a powerful trainer. I've learned so much from him. I, I, I hope you learned a lot from him, too. Uh, I punched him in the nose. I, I kind of want to make you roll for it, but I don't know what. Charisma? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want, yeah. I want to know if, like, Jim Lee believes you or take you, takes you seriously or... Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe <laughs> that's a nat one. That's a nat one. Okay, yeah. He does not believe you at all. <laughs> He's he sees this fifteen year old child and <laughs> just laughs. He says, Ha That's funny. I, I would never be able to get a swing in on that guy. He's too quick. He says, How he tried long to ago- take something from me and I got him. Yeah, okay. Based on the previous role, he still just like doesn't just doesn't yeah. believe you <laughs> at all. He continues cooking and he says, well, that's that's good to hear that he's doing all right. When was the last time that you saw Red? Uh, right before we came to, uh, where are we, Duford? Yes, you're in Duford. Yeah, he told us we could find you here or might be able to find you here. He says, oh, so that was pretty recently. I've probably only been here for a week or a week and a half. So that's good. You guys made great timing. In fact, I was going to head out of here in the next day or two, but I had some some work to do. So... Besides badges, Dad, and the rest of what the Quacko Paco, what what have you been getting up to? I'm assuming you're all from Hoenn. The only one of us actually is, <laughs> which is shocking. We all seem to be in the same circumstance where we're kind of stuck here because we can't leave. as just originally it's just normal people <laughs> couldn't leave the country with the state of the world and the way it's in with NRG running around. We need a lot of money. How much money you got? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we oh, had yeah. a minor incident uh, when we entered Duford. We made really can, good time. Can we just? Can I just regale him with the tales of, <laughs> of of our adventures, like top to bottom, as a summary? You can, but first, I will have Elodie make a insight check mm. on the conversation. Okay, got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Three. Okay, that's fine. You don't notice anything particular about Jim Lee's reactions to anything as the discussion is happening. I I have a feeling just in Can this I instance. Make a check now? If you want, yeah. Is this general perception or is there any way I can persuade this to be an investigation? Uh investigation it can't be because you don't know what you're looking for. Mm, okay. You could do it perception uh, or investigation, either is or or sorry, or insights. I think both are appropriate. That'd be a fifteen. Okay. Yeah. You noticed that he didn't even hear your question regarding how much money he has, because mm-hmm. he was his eyes grew wide and he was a little taken aback when Gimli mentioned the save of the world in general was whatever, but when he mentioned NRG, Jim Lee was like, Oh, and he kind of like locked in. Um, he didn't interrupt or say anything, but he was like very focused at that moment. Gimli, do you wish to go into an actual regaling or do you want to do a, a summary version? I think the summary version, like we tell about each individual tale, but it's like it's similar to like when I was in the jail telling the story and kind of like sure. getting all bombastic about it and like throwing my hands around. and like Schmidt wants to be extra perceptive of his reaction every time energy is brought up now. Okay. During the regaling of this tale. Yeah. Sure. I also want to ask the Paco if there are any key historic moments that they want to make sure that Gimli touches on or they want to personally reiterate during the re- retelling of the Quacko Paco's adventures. The volcano. Yeah, Cindy's proud of totally that. totally didn't start. But you totally stopped. 
Yeah. The monster appearing in town, the volcano, the fighting Deoxys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the boat portal shenanigans. The boat portal, how we've gotten to jail. <laughs> what else the Elodie Brandon lore. Does Elodie want that? I'm going to I dug a hole and found He's an so ancient into egg. That? <laughs> like, Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I gotta tell him the parts that I was super excited about. It was like I got this egg and mm. I caught this giant torkel. And... Mm. <laughs> Do we tell him about giant metal bird guy? We can tell him about giant metal bird guy. Yeah. How does he react to that? Just generally, um, yeah. it seems like again once Gimli started like telling the story, he's gone back to like just nodding and mm-hmm, as he's making food, and he's clearly very keenly listening. But his his um disposition has kind of changed. Since the story had started being told, um, he was always going to be listening, but he's listening in kind of like a, a more focused kind of way. Um, he's laughing at the funny moments and he's shocked at certain things like the description of Deoxys and stuff. Um, but he won't like particularly interrupt. He's just pleasantly listening. And we left our wagon in New Marville. <laughs> oh, the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the cupcakes and hoopa. Yeah, the hoopa cupcakes. Oh. That was the start of all this. <laughs> the Do we actually tell him about the stones on the plates? Um, I think that might that might come up when we talk about like I won't bring up Zoe. the plates specifically, but I'll talk about like um encountering who's your family who's the family pet like the victory bell? Oh, uh, pumpkin. Um pumpkin. Yeah, when we fought pumpkin and how it overreacted to like this energy from this plate and that comes up from that perspective but uh, not talking about the plates directly otherwise okay or the atlas stone i or guess the atlas stone, yeah. right. okay. okay um do you mention zoe at all we can do you want to i might like gloss over not like and she gave me this and she gave me that but like yeah we met a zoroark she wasn't shiny she was just old <laughs> and then she died <laughs> you know you're just chiming in with little anecdotes like oh all like, the catchphrases like, from the campaign <laughs> Yeah, she's not. She's I, just old. She's just old. Um, <laughs> great. During the storytelling, I want just D20 rolls from Elodie and Schmidt. And Cindy, why not? Fabulous. I crit. Hell yeah. Fabulous. 12. Okay. <laughs> One. Great. <laughs> um, Balanced. Elodie is still crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a mess. I'm like, this is so beautiful. It's so sweet. Um, Schmidt, you got a crit, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of Jim Lee's very powerful looking Pokemon has taken a liking to you. His fearsome, mighty, razor-toothed Aerodactyl is just kind of looking at you and like, has it's like leaning down and like staring at your face <laughs> and just like kind <laughs> of purr growling, if that makes sense. It's just hanging out. Uh, Cindy... <laughs> You are gazing upon the heat and the warmth of the mag cargo, and you just can't get the feeling, like you can't shake the feeling that it just reminds you of Cookie. It's a, it's a fiery sluggy, you know? And you just, you like that vibe. Um, Elodie, you have like a horrifying fear that you are being watched very closely, and you don't know why. Hooray! <laughs> I love being here. Do you want to... Love look, to look you, space, like, oh yeah, fly boy. <laughs> this, guy, this guy's a flying guy. Um, this guy's a flying dude. I can tell, man. It gives him like a like a pat on the nose or whatever, yeah. but he is like eyeing down Jim Lee. He is staring at his reactions, trying to gauge Interesting. Like whatever he can from it. Okay, yeah. Jim Lee downloads this information 
I think the first thing he says at the end of the tale would be, wow, dad, and and all of you, I, I didn't think you'd be so in, involved in all of this as you are. You've, you've really been adventuring, dad. I'm, I'm proud of you. When you met up with, with Red, what, what did you discuss? Um, we talked about what you guys were up to, mostly, and how we kind of interact with it, because we're kind of on NRG's radar at this point, because we've been really disruptive. <laughs> so we're kind of, we're, that's why he sent us down to find you, because we were working with, with him directly, trying to figure out and exchange information, and not really work together together, but like we're, we have the same goal, ultimately. Jim Lee gives you a nod, and he says, I understand. You know, maybe this is more of a family affair than I thought, or, you know, maybe it was meant to be that the two of us were supposed to help each other out on this situation. But I'm sure, as Red told you, uh, we, we left training because of, well, as you said, the, the state of the world. Things have been getting complicated, so to speak. I spent a lot of time in the Johto region. I have all eight badges from Johto. And I, I met their people, and I, I talked to everyone, and it seems like the place was was is still recovering pretty shaken up from the events that happened with team rocket about 15 or so years ago. And red was very involved with that organization in the Kanto region. So when we heard that there was a resurgence and they were focusing on Hoenn, it, it, it got complicated. So that's when we decided to make our way over here and, and well, and he pulls up his jacket a little bit and he flashes to you all with a spark of electricity, a crystalline yellow rectangular plate that he is holding in his jacket and he slides it back in and he says red and I have been working together on a lot of things. And I think, I think red was probably, he's not a man for words, but I think what he was trying to say is that we definitely need to be working together to, uh, I don't want to be dramatic about this, but to maybe save the world. Yeah. They're trying to blow up the moon or some shit. <laughs> Jim Lee says, I, I hadn't heard about that. Where did you hear that? There was one this one loser guy that we were making fun of that that's threatened to blow up the moon, and I just told him that was stupid, and then he was like, he cried about it. It was pretty sad. But I oh, think he was one of the, the NRG, like, top Admin, dogs. Yeah. yeah. We got confirmation later from, like, a grunt. Yeah, we told a grunt that we had insider information and told him that they were trying to blow up the moon. He's like, oh, how'd you know? So they might they might try to blow up the moon as like some backup plan, but I don't think that's the real goal. Jim Lee starts thinking and he is curious and he he's going to make a roll, actually. Yeah, he's not sure. He's he believes you and he believes that energy would like want to move forward with a plan. So like comically villainous, but he can't like piece together the intention, like what they're trying to do. He considers his what he knows about NRG and he will share what he knows with you all in the attempts to find understanding about the situation. He says, what Red and I have found out is that NRG is using these artifacts and he gestures to the plate that he has in his jacket. He says, for some great ambition, they're trying to collect all of these items and they're in preparing some sort of grand plan. We haven't exactly figured out what it is. We're thinking maybe it's like the ultimate weapon akin to the history of the Kalos region. Maybe they're attempting some sort of chemical warfare or making a portal or mind control. We don't know. We haven't figured it out. But we do know that they're amassing a lot of power very quickly. And we have to do everything we can to try and stop them. He asks 
to all of you. He says, did you all hear about what happened in Viridian City? No. 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 He says. I heard that there was something that happened from Clementine Sawyer that had shut down the government, essentially, but. Jim Lee nods. Yeah, Jim Lee nods his head. He says, "Yeah, that's about right." Kanto's trying to cover it up, but honest, obviously they involved Red for advice because since he is former champion, uh, what happened in Viridian City we believe was connected to the events that happened in Mauville City as they occurred at the same time on different parts of the planet. Basically, Viridian City, someone had or opened some sort of portal or some device went off that basically involved the destruction of the entire town. Uh, which was very personal to Red since he comes from Pallet Town, which is just down the street. There was many casualties in Viridian City, and immediately following, there were reports in the Kanto region of a dangerous and unusual virus spreading throughout the region. And as you were right, Schmidt, uh, the government more or less shut down, and in Johto as well, they're taking extreme precautions as there's the nations are right next to each other, and they're trying to avoid as much crossover as possible, but we're assuming it's only a matter of time. <laughs> It it reminds the leaders of Johto and Kanto of the occupation from Team Rocket about 15 or so years ago. And considering how the two regions are unable to contact outside of Kanto and Johto easily, uh, everyone is concerned that Sinnoh would be next because they all share the same continent. Uh, personally, the, politically, coming from myself, I don't think Sinnoh government is quite as worried as they should be. And that actually begs another question. Dad... When was the last time that you spoke with Cletus or anyone from Oma? Not for a while. I mean, originally we were, like, Cletus was one of the people that got kidnapped uh, from NRG in the initial struggle that we all met through. At Lilikov. So, the Lilikov, yeah, Lilikov terrorist and we, attack. We've been, we've been really looking for him since then as well. In addition to looking for you, like, Cletus was also somebody that I was trying to keep an eye out for while we traveled. Asking around, talking to people. my grandparents. Yeah, we all have somebody that got lost in the struggle in some capacity. Jim Lee slows down his cooking again a little bit, which, by the way, is starting to smell great. He is toasting some sort of, like, flatbread, and he has a delectable combination of, like, a saucy um, vegetable, kind of like a curry, perhaps, um, but, you know, more thick, less of, like, a stew, and there's various, yeah. like, meats and stuff in there, and it smells quite aromatic, and it smells quite good. It's, it's going to be tasty, as you are sure. Um, but he gathers this information regarding who's missing at Lily Cove, and he says... I, I just can't believe that this would be random. I, you know, NRG might be chaotic and they might be destructive, but I just can't believe that these kidnappings and your grandparents and after that story you told me, there's got to be a connection. And I think I, I would be terrified to think that maybe mom is somehow situated in this as well. Hey, you do got me thinking that now that I'm not tunnel visioned on you or finding you anymore that... You you were frantically reading that letter. Were you were you on to? Oh, is there something in there that uh, maybe I missed? I I don't know. I I I don't read into things too deep. But the fact that like you're piecing together things that I didn't even think about, like maybe there's something there and we can look through it again. Jim Lee says, "Yeah, I I, I just can't believe that Mom would just be quiet about all of this happening, and you know, with with both you and I gone, it just doesn't seem right." Yeah, why don't you pull out that letter again? Do you do so? Okay. Yes. Okay. It seems like someone has made a discovery of some sort. Um, would you like to read the letter? Or would you like me to read the letter for context? I can read it. That's okay. Fine. Just read the letter out loud so everyone is on the same page with what it says. Gimli, I'm so happy to have heard from you, my love. Amazing. 
What an unusual circumstance you find yourself in. My life without you has been lonely, of course, but otherwise it's been quiet here. Now, I know you're a tough man, and you'll get by just fine. Really, it, it's just ironic that this would happen to you. Gladly, you seem to have found some new friends, and may have even a chance to reconnect with some fellow miners who are stuck there with you. How is Trevor doing? Oh, Trevor is such good company. Separately, you two would be impossible. Together, I'm sure you can keep one another in good spirits. As annoying as that dumb rock can be, you sure seem to love him. Gimli, while it can be frustrating to be stuck somewhere, remember, it is somewhere totally new. Even in this region that is new to you, you may be able to learn more about what may have happened to our boy. Here's to hoping you can find your way back home. Everyone in town is worried about you, but we both know you'll be just fine. Lots of love. Penelope says hi too. Can't forget about her. Uh, Jim Lee laughs as he remembers Penelope, um, his mom, Gemma's uh, Dwebble, correct? Yeah. Um, he doesn't look too far into it. This is, players, somewhat of a riddle, and as such, yeah. roles aren't really incorporated. Um, I do believe someone has encountered an element yes, of the riddle uh, before anyone else. would like to solve the puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, whoever... Because I'm stupid. I don't know what the fuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you look at all the capital letters, they spell a secret message. That's what I thought, Me. but I wasn't... Yeah. It says, I, 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 is, I'm... Uh, I am NRG hostage. hostage. Help. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, do you guys explain this to Jim Lee, who is clearly also not getting it? I would say, yes. okay, based on the solving of the riddle, I think the person who identifies this is Elodie, correct? Yeah, correct. For sure. Okay. Do you want to just say that you explain it, or do you want to do some character? I'll leave it up to you. I was like, can I see that letter? Yeah. Yeah, basically. You notice I'll that, like, yeah, there's not capital letters in the right spot? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. This has a secret message. What? No. What? No. I, uh, it would definitely be less uh, dramatic than that. Yeah. But yeah, definitely... No, can I can I see the letter? Uh oh yeah. Yeah, this uh this doesn't look good, guys. I think I think your wife was trying to send you a message that she's oh. being held hostage by oh. NRG. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay, oh, he's uh, so blind. He says that he read the letter three years ago and saw it but couldn't do anything about it. What? <laughs> well not three years ago. Oh, you're saying literally no, in it person. Was literally yeah. three years ago. <laughs> it was. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was 2020. I was reading it. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember noticing this, but I was like, well, can't do anything about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then imagine it coming up three years later. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, in game time, it's been more like three weeks. But uh, Jim Lee reviews it, and he says, wow, you're right. I knew it. I knew something wasn't right. I knew she wouldn't just be quiet. But I can't believe I was so blind. I was so focused on what we were doing here that I was like, oh, she didn't answer my call. I mean... She must be busy at the wrong time, and we just were on the road. I just, I feel so stupid. Jim Lee says, I have so many questions. I want to know what they are doing with her, what they need with her, and also how they decided that it would be appropriate for her to respond to a letter. And the fact that she got away with a secret message. I just feel like we got this, like, so early on, and they they were onto us that quickly to, like, go after my family. Well, when did you send the letter? Oh god, when did I send the letter? Do we have the history check that? It was a while ago. Um, it was like very early on. You could just say in context. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess you could roll a history check. Um, you sent it in Fortree City. That is where you saw the mail service. So the, oh yeah, that was super so early like, on. That was like day right two. After we like, really? Yeah. Yeah. Like quite, yeah, quite literally day two of our adventure. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Jim Lee absorbs this information. He says, and you also said that Cletus from the Orberg Mining Association was also kidnapped from Lily Cove? Yeah. There's got to be something going on with the Sinnoh Mines. It's got, yeah, it has nothing to do with us, but it's got to be something with the Sinnoh Mines. It maybe became about us later. But yeah, energy it wasn't at the beginning. Like us. We have well, a couple did things you say- that energy wants. Sorry. I guess, did you write anything in your letter? I guess we hadn't even encountered energy at that point. Aside from right. the terrorist attack at Lily Cove. Right. Because that ha- that was day one. Yeah, but you didn't know the name of them. aware of them. The only That's- lead you had on the name of the organization was the syringe that was in Toidal, but also, oh. I don't. I think you might have sent the letter before that. Right. So, so I wouldn't have known energy at the time, even getting the letter back. But... Pretty unlikely. You knew there was a group, yeah. but you didn't know their name. Or... Like who, what they were or anything. So like, right. at the time, I'd be reading this like, well, I'm glad she's happy. I'm okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. like I wouldn't have thought anything of it. Anyway, Jim Lee says, "Red and I have been searching for something that would really help us get to the bottom of this mystery. Uh, we've only heard about it from, and he pulls out of his bag, um, like loose, old, like tanned papers. They look all stained." He says, "There was a an, an adventurer in the Sino region from back before it was called Sino." And they they were documenting strange artifacts and their mysterious powers and the history of them. And that's actually what brings me to where we are right now, where I'm cooking you this meal. And he gestures uh, to the mural that's behind him, this very detailed, intense depiction of something, something in a very artistic sense. And mm. he says, I understand that there's an artifact that can locate, that can identify the locations of these other powerful artifacts that are integral to whatever plot that energy is trying to implement and uh that's been more or less the basis of my quest with with red we have a lead that we feel like we know where one of them is and the the desert region the route 111 in the hoenn region I, I would imagine he probably mentioned it to you correct i think that's where he said he was headed next right when we he wanted there? us to meet up with you and he was headed that way and then we would all rendezvous at that there location. okay yeah. jim lee Jim Lee nods and he says, yeah, that's about right. I was about to leave here and go straight there. So I'm glad you got here in time. Mm. But if we found this artifact, I, I really think, one, it would help us know exactly how far energy has gotten with their plan and help us to identify the remaining artifacts. And then maybe, just maybe, we would have a chance. Hmm. All right, gang, do we pull out the artifact tablet that has the map thing on it? or I really want to take his plate and VCR it into the, the Atlas Stone. <laughs> It just kind of shoomed. And aren't the plates about the same size? Yeah, they're all about the same size, yeah. As a VC as a VHS tape. Yeah. Yes, yeah, like see hey, can I see that? And then you just pull out this fucking stone tablet <laughs> and just insert it. <laughs> it fits. It's crazy. Where's wow. where does this never one go? Would he be mad if we did that? <laughs> Gimli, do I have your permission to to do that? Be like, can I see that plate? Oh, you're asking him for it? Yeah. Um, you're he considers you a child because you joked about punching Red, which in his heart of hearts knows would never happen. (laughs) Gimli is like confident that you would never have done such a thing. Um, You did. uh, (laughs) And he says, oh, this? And he pulls out um a a sparky yellow plate he says 
Have you all encountered anything like this on your adventures? I feel like what you were describing, pardon me if I'm overreaching here, but what you were describing in the Barry Master's basement kind of reminds me of, of this. Yeah, oh, yeah, we found two. Yeah, we found two of them. And we have a really nifty holder that holds them all. Jim Lee is very surprised, but he has a look of perhaps um, admiration rather than competition in the sense that Red did. Um, he is genuinely very curious. He says, you have two of them. Well, that's twice as many as I have, and that's twice as many that NRG doesn't have. Which two have you found? Well, grass and, what was grass and fire from fire. the whole fire, fire. indeed. Because Soli can use it to upgrade. Right. True. Do you tell Jim Lee that? Are this the only two we picked up? Yeah. Damn. I know. Mm-hmm. It feels like so much more, right? You're like we've only guys. had we only had the uh the the alpha re- evolution of <laughs> Nidales. So Yeah. Um, I mean I guess I can I do want to put the plate in the Atlas stone and then I yeah. could show him like solely if he lets yeah. me. If he lets me. <laughs> yeah, the square goes in the square you hole. Put in the, you just put the put the, the plate in the square hole. Uh Jim Lee asks, he says, Solely, Soul Eater, that this is your Pokemon Cindy. Yes. He says, you said that they underwent a transformation? Yes. Uh, Jim Lee nods, and he says, all right. So what Red and I have been doing is somewhat, we're, we're trying a lock and key situation. We're still learning a lot about these artifacts, but we went through great lengths to acquire this one uh, through some cooperation, not so much cooperation through uh, Watson of the Hoenn region, the gym leader, um, helped us get in touch with this. Oh, and He's a um, good guy. Jim Lee says, I've caught electric types on my journey and we've we've tried to replicate what we accomplished with Red and his Pikachu and we, we can't seem to make it happen again. So we think that there's, again, a lock and key kind of mechanism that there's really just only ever one Pokemon assigned to yeah. a, one of these artifacts at a time. It uh, seems to be like some kind of deep connection with its trainer. You have Red and its Pikachu, you have Soli and Cindy, like... Mm-hmm. Seems to make sense. Jim Lee nods and he says, um, I'm relieved, Dad, that you are traveling and steward of such incredible power. I, I think this is a very, very good thing. Um, he's going to take some thought and he will eventually nod and he would say, um, Cindy, I would be delighted if you showed me your, your nifty holder. I pull out the Atlas Stone. Okay. Um, and I ask him if he would like to put his plate in the square hole. <laughs> Canonically asking about the square hole. Yeah. Jim Lee looks at his dad. Schmidt is also like, Schmidt like tenses up. Like he's ready for like battle position. Okay. Um, Aerodactyl notices this as well, by the way. Just observing. Uh, Jim Lee, yeah, looks at his dad and he says, yeah, I think this is why we found each other. And he slides over this yellow electrically charged plate to make contact with the atlas stone and as it does there's a glow and it seems to just kind of like seamlessly slide itself into it then the light disappears and uh the the yellow plate has become one with the atlas stone it is within it and jim lee says wow i think what you have might be a lot more incredible than you think it is oh we know (laughs) jim lee says the the adventurer from this log, I believe that their name was Casey. They they wrote about such a thing and they said that they were able to use it to find the locations of the other artifacts. Have have you tried such a thing? Yes. And, and what have you found? Uh, the dragon plate's all fucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> not the response I expected, to be honest. <laughs> like, but you know what? It's right. It's true. Yeah, it's not wrong. It's true, yeah. Um, Jim Lee says, that is fascinating. Have you perhaps made a list of all their locations? Should we pull out Sam's journal? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Time for journal exploration, dude. We could also have, like, um, I could ask Jim Lee, it's like, do you want one of your Pokemon to touch the Atlas Stone? And Jim Lee says, yes, I ha- we had a theory that that is how it, it functions. Is that how it shows you the locations of the plates? Is that how it works? As far as we know, yes. Jim Lee says, yes, would you mind? And he reaches to grab it gently. You can you, you can say yes or no. Do we trust him? This is this is like a worth like this is the end of a tunnel. Okay. He can't like Sorry. run away. Yeah, this is Hold this on. is my I was, son. <laughs> I was I was distracted. What are we what are we approving of? Letting Jim Lee take the Atlas Stone so he can have one of his Pokemon touch it to see the uh where it lights up. Uh um, okay. I mean we're at the end of a tunnel, we could just block him in and take it. As back. long as it's not like yeah, transforming, you know? I don't think we have anything that we don't. We don't have the plates that cause any transformations. I mean, we do anything. An electric rock. one in. Didn't you say he had an electric Pokemon? He doesn't have any electric Pokemon on him. What he said okay. is that he has captured one. It's not on his party currently, but it has a unique reaction with Ash's Pikachu and none other Pokemon. Which again, we determined that's why it's not Ash. Pokemon I said Ash. God damn it! Actually, Red's actually. Pikachu, <laughs> not Ash's Pikachu. Not, not Ash's Pikachu. Yeah, Ash is not. Ash is retired. I think yeah, we would have doubled down so if it was we punched. Ash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would punch Ash. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. Um, I would punch Ash. <laughs> yeah, all of, um, you guys would just I'll... kick his ass like without Pokemon. Yeah, just... I would. I respect. Just jump him in the back alley and jump through the portal. <laughs> Sorry. I will let um, him take it, but like, kind of, I guess, position myself where he can't like run. Not that I think he'll run away with it, but like, you know, Schmidt is eyeing him. The down end of it. It's the, the end of a. We're at the end of a tunnel. And he, the way he has a... to go out is past us. You should probably yeah. explain to him that like the last time Red tried to steal it from us, so. Pardon yeah, it's me like, that yeah when I showed Red, he tried to take it from me, and I punched him in the nose. As you explained this, Jim Lee says, oh, you you weren't kidding. And no, he, that happened. No. He, he thinks about it, and he <laughs> says, nah, big boy. yeah, Red is, Red is notorious for perhaps not always thinking things through, so I apologize if my if my travel companion was, was rude. It seems like you perhaps talked him back into shape, hopefully. Yeah, he's not the best with uh, communication. Jim Lee says that's never been his strong suit. Uh, <laughs> not speaking tends to uh, make the communication difficult. Espeon does a lot of work. Jim Lee. But yeah, you can have one of your Pokemon touch it so you can see. Okay. Jim Lee will receive it and he will just kind of kneel in front of Cindy so he's not, um, you know, not standing or anything. And he takes a look at it and he says, well, this is curious. This is sure it's a map, but it seems not accurate have you all had a moment to look at this and he like holds it yeah, and, like, it's old sh- he says <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from our understanding it seems like it's uh from a time when th- this continent and in general was uh not the same shape jim lee nods and he says oh that would make sense actually that that wouldn't update because why would it if it's a map why would it change oh yeah okay um and then he slowly stands up <laughs> And he maneuvers over to Aerodactyl next to Schmidt. He kind of kneels down again and he holds it out. He says, hey, buddy, why why don't you just touch this real quick?
Yeah, he will lay one of his little wing fingies on the <laughs> yeah, uh, wing <laughs> on on the Atlas Stone, um, and it behaves in the way that you were all familiar with. There are two locations on the face of the stone that illuminate, and Jim Lee's eyes go wide. He says, "Wow." Part of me was thinking this thing wasn't even real. And he looks back at the group and he says, so none of you took notes on the locations of all of these, did you? <laughs> no. We, we've we been having not. a time. We didn't. But Sam... There may have been yeah, someone Sam else. Did. Oh, did we, we do tell have about Sam? I figured it would be in the recounting. I don't know yeah, if we, we told him everything about the... And we then Sam died, and that nah. yeah, we would have talked about Sam <laughs> along with Sam these stories. So. Mm-hmm. Like, so we didn't, but Sam did. And it's like he's secretly behind our backs. Jimmy says, "Hmm, that's a mysterious person. Whether or not they're still alive, I wonder what their intentions were with this information." Jimmy says, "Well, if you don't have that, I think it's, in my opinion, you can say no, but I think while we eat, I think it's imperative that we take some time and find out where all these are for a couple reasons." One, if we find that many of them are in the same location, that probably means that energy has collected them. And two, mm-hmm. any that are in that location means that we still have a chance to get it from them before they can find it. Do you, do you all agree with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Do so, you have a map of the world that we can mark these on? Jim Lee says, yeah, I have a couple maps. I don't have one for every region, but I do have Kanto, Johto, Sinnoh, and Hoenn. And he leaves the Atlas Stone under Aerodactyl's Finky and goes over to his bag pulls out the maps and pulls out like a sheet of paper and he also pulls out like a bunch of uh little little travel plates they're not quite paper plates but they're also not like stone plates like there's some sort of in between where they're lightweight and cleanable um and he quickly notes down uh what he sees from aerodactyl's um interaction with the atlas stone and right after he does that he immediately serves some food for everyone including omari who again is just kind of like keeping to himself and not particularly participating in anything. Has he had any reaction to like our recounting of our entire yeah. story? <laughs> um, yeah, he like is clearly very fidgety and like nervous. Um, and he's perhaps Adam Schmidt, Adam, right to the top. He feels like he is much more involved than he thought that this splunking would be. He knew it'd be dangerous, but he didn't think he would become involved in like such a grandiose like plot. Yeah, like, a whole like, world plot. Uh, yeah, like he's he like, did... yeah, let's go take a dog. And he's like, yeah. what is happening? Yeah, he did not sign up for this, but he can't just leave. He only has a trap and she was knocked out. So like he's yeah. a... Where's he gonna go? He has to follow us out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's kind of in a tough spot. Yeah. So Jim Lee serves you all food. Um, it's great. You can all recover uh, 60 hit points, probably. Hell um, yeah. As, as people. Again. Oh, as people. A... Yeah, people, people. Okay. okay. So, oh, <laughs> no, there's not enough food for all your mons. Um, at least being is this just health. recovering off the food, or is this considered like a short rest? Um, that's a great question. We haven't done like a single short rest, have we? Let's yeah. just, I don't want to mess with short rests, I haven't even thought about them. Let's just treat this as what it is. Okay, yeah, 60 HP just for you guys. And Jim Lee, while he's munching, will begin writing his notebook. And he says, well, I guess we should get started. Uh, we have rock and flying, I would guess. I don't know which one is which, but... And he holds up um, the Atlas Stone, which is still like kind of slightly glowing. And he points and he says, well, they're both in Hoenn, which is great. He gestures. Um, we can cross-reference, too. Like, we have multiple Like, flying. have another rock type. 
touch mm. it and see which one's the same. Jim Lee nods and he says, yeah, that's a, it's a really great idea. It, it, if my theory is correct, it should be the same for every rock type, but we, yeah, we should always be checking. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. Do you all also want to role play taking notes, but also actually take notes, perhaps? We have most type represented like, here. It, yeah, I was like, not that it matters, but like, does um, lasagna count as a psychic in this case? Um, we, you will have to test it. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, okay, fair. We have other psychics, too. I know, that's why I'm saying it doesn't actually matter, but also it kind of is interesting. You also have to consider who is in your party and who is in the that's box. That's who I, this is based on my party. Yeah, okay. yes, same. Is Incineroar another type or just fire? Dark fire, fire, dark. Fire, dark, fire, okay. I thought Incineroar was in the box, though. Yes, I know. I'm just okay. making a note of which ones are also in the box. Okay. I think the only thing that we're missing that I would have is steel. There is a Steelix in here. Steelix also steel. Oh, Steelix is here. Okay. Yep. Do we have everything? I don't feel like doing the math. It's what? 16 types? 18? We don't. Oh, you have ice. It Um, is 18 types. Yes. Yeah, I actually, I have my uh, little foot in the party, so. Okay. Oh, I forgot about Bean. So. Bean is ghost rock, so. This might be a little tedious, but I do want to kind of confirm the Pokemon that we use to accomplish these types. And I would recommend you guys take notes. We will also review them verbally, but I would recommend you guys take notes on our discoveries. Granted that this is the mealtime activity, that we are discovering the locations of everything. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's begin. Um, well, we, don't, the, we have the fire one, so we don't need it. And we have the plant one. Well, Correct. Do you Grass. still want to test them Grass. to see if it's accurate? or? I, I guess. I'll have, a, I'll have not solely test it because I don't want her to turn into... Turn into a jet uh, and bomb the Russians. Sure. Yeah. It, no. It, <laughs> the missile is very easy. Yeah, I understand. It, it is possible that, let me say, I guess you haven't tested that interaction quite enough. It would not happen mm-hmm. on accident, um, if that is your concern. Okay. She wouldn't just like, oh, time to level up. Well, I touched it. It's time to. <laughs> Jimmy's understanding of it is that it is an intentional phenomenon. Okay. So we will go one by one. Aerodactyl, its types cover two of the party's main types, so do you want to just start with that, or do you want to do your own for that so it's more special? They said they're in the same place, right? No, they're in Not different the places. Not the same place, but the they same said they were both continent. They're, they're both, both in Hoenn. Hoenn, yes. That is correct. Hoenn's a whole country. <laughs> okay. Can we kind of suss out, like, what area of Hoenn? Yeah, absolutely. I, I can... Also, can we have Map Keeper keep map? Map Keeper will keep map. Um, awesome. I have an idea, actually. Hold on. We need the world map. Yeah, I think... Where's Sam's map? (laughs) Yeah, let me do exactly that. Um, I will do it with the Atlas Stone, I think, as well. Um, Mm. Just so that's more accurate, and you guys might have to do a little bit more work. No. So... (laughs) More work! (laughs) Here is the face of the Atlas Stone. You might recognize some of the continents. They are all a little jumbled, um, as has been the discussion. I will screen share for the fun of it, but also um, we'll be describing. So, is our question currently Aerodactyl's types? Is this what we're curious about? Yes. Okay. Those are the two in question right now. Okay. Let us make some identifications. You identify with Aerodactyl's colors that there's one dot that appears on the Atlas Stone roughly kind of in the middle of the Hoenn continent towards the west. Mm -hmm. And... uh, Mm -hmm. One additional one in the southern ocean, kind of just in the middle of the ocean. 
Those were the two types identified. Jim Lee, upon reviewing this, says, well, Red might be right, because I feel like one of these is right in the Route 111 desert. So if that's truly where we're going to go as a group, we might be lucky. The desert location one is only so free because Red has like a hunch. I can't promise that all of them will be that granted, but I, I will do my best. And are we sure that like north is north? Uh, not necessarily. If you okay. looked at a map of Hoenn, you would see that the regional shape is kind of the same. However, like the inlet where Mount Pyre is, is like not there. And again, as Jim Lee or as Gimli learned in when we tried tech role playing is that that's just kind of what happens to continents <laughs> is that some yeah. bodies of water are perhaps missing um, and the position of the islands are different as well. So interpreting the accuracy is kind of going to be up to... Uh, yeah, you have to be like quite literal with the locations of them because this map is old. Right. Well, who knows how the map's interpreting it too, you know? It's probably determining it based on like actual like physical location yeah, and yeah. not like based on continent. So yep, yep. it's like, it's right here. And it's like, yes, in terms of the world, this is the longitude and latitude of the location. Yeah. Changes in latitude, changes in attitude. Exactly. Hey! Same the episode. Oh, <laughs> and I live by that. Uh. I want to offer that we go in an order. We could roll initiative, or we could just descend in what's in the call. Yeah, we could do what's in the call. That's fine. Okay. By me. In that case, uh, Gimli, it is your turn to get some information. Which Pokemon do you want to touch the Atlas Stone? Um. Well, first I want to do a rock type. Probably not. Well, actually, um, we can just, yeah, I'll, I'll start with just Trevor touching it just to, so we can actually just pick out the rock. Okay. Um, you see a red dot appear right in the same spot where one of Aerodactyl's red dots appeared. Okay, so the rock one is probably in the desert, if we assume that this is the desert, mm-hmm. which based on location, it looks like it might be. Okay. So that Who's... means the ocean one is like either on an island, in the middle of the ocean, or at the sky pillar. And that's the flying one. Right. Yep. But that also means that's the flying one. Okay. That means I gotta Fly. go fuck around over there. Yeah. Good thing you just have a boat. I gotta fuck around with this is notated. Yes, this is notated. Okay. Okay, next. Did you just say fuck uh, Rayquaza, the lore keeper? Yeah. <laughs> I fucking yeah, hate I gotta that. Go. Guy. Now, quick test for accuracy, since so I'm just going in Pokemon or anyway. I'm gonna have Tortle touch it to see if it identifies our location. Okay. Yeah. You We'll be at Duford, but like modern day Duford, yeah. which would be fucking where. So you see. As Turtle puts his, do, yeah. tur- do tur- turtles have hooves? No, it's just feet. Puts its it foot um, atop the Atlas Touches a gentle toesy onto um, it, like yeah, like a real lady. You see, um, a little ways off this little land that is sticking off the Atlas Zone in the southwest corner, you see a red dot. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's go down the line. Bean. Well, no, sorry. Yeah, I wanted to go one by one for these trainers, so they all kind of got a little fun. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Okay, I thought we were doing it like okay comprehensively yeah it's more fun this way i don't know is that okay, okay? Then I'll, stop, I'll stop with i'll stop with turtle though. me the dm oh, asking yeah. is it okay Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, <laughs> you tell me what to do dog. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, i just work here LD, choose a pokemon um let's start with cabbage cabbage you find that the top portion of the atlas stone gets a red dot on it oh god it's god, in space good lord the fuck does that mean? For who? For cabbage. cabbage. For fairy. The fairy. alchemy. It's it's not like on the map like at all, really. Yeah. Um, fairy interdimensional question mark. Schmidt. Well, I'll do kind of a. I mean, all of mine are flying, so they're going to confirm anyways. Well, yeah. let's do Quacko, so we can do flying just to cross reference to see if that is 
the same, and then we can do normal. Okay. You find on the eastern shore of Hoenn in the ocean a red dot, as well as on the southern ocean a red dot. Mm-hmm. These are the two locations that Quacko pulls up on the Atlas Stone. Cindy, you're next. Larvastar. Larvastar. You find... Bug. Fire. Fire, yes. You find one dot in the southwestern corner near, like, a a body of land that seems kind of connected to Hoenn, but not really. As well as uh, in the eastern ocean. Oh, no. That's weird. Oh, God. They're in the same spot. Jim Lee takes note of this, too. He says, hmm... Not good, but we should continue. We need all the information we can but get. The the fire is not in the same. That's roughly he, he meant to put in the. Same That's what action. I meant. Just, yeah, sorry, sorry. Last time you did okay, it, just, it was on just the off of into it. the yeah. ocean. Yeah. yeah, sorry. It's like in the ocean. It's like right there. Okay. Um, both of them are in the same location, right near where I think Lily Cove would be. So, I think or yeah, there was outside old... of Lily Cove blimp vibes. Oh. Well, there's an old aqua hideout right outside of. Yeah, there's a team aqua Lily hideout too. Mm, fuck. I don't think Schmidt or Gimli would know that, but would no, no, no. know that? I, metagaming that a little bit, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely metagaming that for I sure. mean, I don't know if Cindy would know per se, but maybe I don't know. We could you place has been like ransacked, right? Like people would know about the team office. You guys are welcome to make rolls if you want to like kind of triangulate with your brain as this continues. That is something that is role appropriate to kind hey, of isn't that where we started? <laughs> This whole you know, he has like a whole connection with yeah. Aqua. So Without making rolls, you guys know for right. sure that both Bug and Normal pained somewhere on the eastern shore slash coast slash ocean of the Hoenn region. Uh, what's my history modifier? I did not roll well. What are you rolling for? The knowledge of the Aqua hideout? Yeah. Okay. That's um, a five. I'm, eh. You remember that when your parents were members of Team Aqua, they spent a lot of time in the ocean. Okay. My parents know about the ocean. Jim Lee nods. He says, that's great. Uh, we're going back to, up to Gimli. Um, you guys have tested normal bug, flying rock, and fairy. Um, I have rock slash other types. So I am going to use bean. Bean. Bean, the, the astral spooky uh, larva yes, type. The rock ghost type. <laughs> yep. You find one pane in kind of the middle of the Hoenn continent, and you see something very mysterious. You notice that the underside of the Atlas Stone um, has ores emanating out from it, oh. as well as they extend just very faint lines all from all over the Atlas Stone, and they all point to roughly the eastern ocean part of the Hoenn Jesus. region. Jesus. They're they're the all same? kind of like inconsistent and spotty, and they don't glow as brightly as any of the other types. Um, it, they are like very faint, but they all gather Ooh. towards one location. Out of character thought, that energy was collecting ghost types. Yeah. So they maybe they, be they have to, to harness all the ghosts to make us make a play. Right. Probably. Yeah. Put Jeez. one back together. Well, like, didn't we get that circle of like 16 types and then ghost was one of the outside ones? Ghost and fairy, yeah. Yeah. And and huh. fairy's like in a fucking other dimension. Yeah, in space. fairy was. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Ghost is uh, uh, gathering to make one. It's probably an interdimensional thing that requires ghosts to like open it up to get the plate. That's fun. Um, who's next in the order? I think it's Elodie. Sure. 
Um, I will do bubblegum next. Okay, that is a water fairy type. No, just water. Just water. Yeah, just water. Just water. This one illuminates in the eastern ocean of the Hoenn region. However, it is slightly more north. Just a little bit. So they might not have it yet. Actually. Okay. Because one might actually be the hideout. One might just be their blimp is kind of nearby. Yeah, the other ones might have been near the hideout. This one might actually be inside it like the fire one was. Great. Uh, Schmidt. Um, so the only thing I have to test, and I'm sorry, Richie. No, you're fine. Is the dragon one. That's fine. I, yeah, let's, let's do this one. As it's similar to what you saw before, but maybe Jim Lee can give you some more insight. Um, you see scattered all over the entire world, um, a bunch of small little dots. Small, like much weaker than the other ones, but still noticeably there. Additionally, you see a splattering of many dots in the eastern Hoenn Ocean. Oh my god, it's in fragments? Son of a bitch. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Like I said, it's all fragments. Yeah, that would make sense. And they've been gathering fragments and they're all in that base that they gathered the other plates in. Which dragon did you choose, by the way? Uh, Jessica? Patricia? Yeah. Okay. Just for curiosity. Um, Cindy is next, I believe. I'm trying to think who else I have. Because we have five. I think there's a couple types you guys don't have on you. Or, like, even in your party in general. Whenever we listed them all earlier, we only had 15. Yeah, so you're going to be short some anyways. Yeah, the only other ones I have are, like, the new ones would be Poison and Dark, but I don't have them on me. Right. I could nominate a little foot. Sure, if you want to nominate for Gimli, you're welcome to. Um, so yeah, because I, I don't have anything. Unique at this point, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, you yeah. see, with consistency, kind of central... Southern Hoenn. That's where the rock one is. <laughs> um, and you see on the Eastern Ocean, additionally. Uh, lost another one. What is it? That's ice. In the same spot as the other what ones. Littlefoot the Amora. Mm-hmm. You have tested normal bug, water, ice, flying rock, fairy, ghost, dragon, and fire. We haven't tested steel. That no, is correct. I can, yeah, I could run through your remaining types. But whose turn is it, Gimli? Probably have to nominate Steelix here. Nominating Steelix? Yeah. You see one particularly bright dot in the Eastern Ocean. Damn it, they have both of them? Ah. Uh. Gimli is starting to look morose and more and more sad and more Remember, and more desperate. Remember, the cool thing is that we know where they are. Which which plate let's, did let's Red down energy's door? Which yeah, plate electric. did Red have? Red had the electric one, which lock and key, as Jim Lee's describing. Red is carrying Pikachu, and Jim Lee has been carrying the the electric plate. Do you think they need both? So they they had two electric plates. No. no, they thought that they needed Pikachu and the plate because of the way Pikachu reacted to the plate. But that's not probably they separated, true. so energy couldn't get their hands on both of them. Right, gotcha. but they thought they needed both of them, and they don't, probably. Gotcha. Okay. Do you express this out loud? Yeah. Yeah. Jim Lee says, it's not determined. We're just doing it as a safety measure. Right, it makes sense. You knew what the plates were when you reacted to them. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, Elodie's turn. Um, just for clarity, the types that have not been tested are fighting, poison, psychic, dark, grass, and electric. Did we do ground? 
We did Groundless Steel. We did Steel. Steel ground. Yeah, that's why it was brighter than normal. They have both Bro. of them. Um, silly. Okay, cool. Um, I will do Key Lime then. That gives you Psychic and Fairy. Yes. Excellent. You see the same pain as before on the upper non-land part of the Atlas Stone. Seems to be separated sun. completely. As That's w- on the moon, dog. Uh, as well. The moon to get the fairy plate. <gasps> moon blast in it. <laughs> That's why they're trying to destroy it. As well sense. as in the eastern part of the Hoenn Ocean. No! Please okay. give me a DC 17 perception check, Elodie. Will do. I love doing that for you. Darn, I only got an 11. Okay. Darn. We will move on. Also, sorry, that is good enough, not for the thing I was having you do, but it is good enough to you for you to notice that your feeling of being watched is because Lunatone has been like right at your back this whole time. Um, just <laughs> staring oh. at you. The moon Pokemon wants you to know about the moon. Hello? Dude, I'm taking that as a sign of yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Moving down the list, we're at Schmidt. The types that have not been tested are fighting, poison, dark, grass, and electric. Uh, sure. I'll, I'll bring out Richie and have Richie touch it. Richie, the Emolga touching the Atlas Stone. Mm-hmm. Two lights pop up. Um, one of them, uh, kind of on this little southwestern part of the Hoenn region, uh, the same spot where uh, fire lit up, as well as electric. Or no, this is electric. Yeah, same spot where fire lit Confirmed. up. Yeah. Um. And then the other one is kind of in the southern Hoenn Ocean, loosely out there. Yeah, we already knew both that. It's good to confirm. Jim Lee is happy with the confirmation as well. Please, well, no, no perception check for you. Um, you can make one if you want. If, okay, Just if I have fun. Omelette touch it and light up the fairy, can I make the perception check? Not the one I have in mind. Okay. Okay. I'll still just roll a perception for funsies. Anyways. Yeah, please do. Uh, 12 not much better 12 um that's fine you do notice that like as you're handling this atlas stone and you're thinking about rectangles and there's a lot of rectangles going on um you do see like in the corner of your eye like on the mural on the wall that hasn't been evaluated yet you do see an illustration of 18 rectangles in a shape that perhaps might be worth addressing in the future um Mm, yeah let us continue cindy the types mm-hmm. that have not been evaluated are fighting, poison, dark, and grass. Are there any Pokemon that fit any of those? That you have? Yeah. You put uh, Jack away? Yeah, Jack's in the box. You guys might be done. I don't think you have any uh, fighting. No. No? Uh, Aubergine. Aubergine is a dark type. That's correct. Yeah. Um, are we volunteering Aubergine? Me. Yeah. Okay. Don't tell me. <laughs> don't don't tell me it's in the occupation. No, 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 no. <laughs> In the <laughs> eastern part of the Hoenn Ocean, you see a red dot. Oh, God, no. we're so losing. Cindy, give Dude. me a DC 17. No, I'll make it 16 perception check. We're Dude, they just have a one. global presence and a blimp. We had no shot. My wisdom is plus one. That's a five. Okay. You do not notice a thing. The remaining types are fighting poison and grass. Jim Lee's party consists of Golem, Omastar, Magcargo, Aerodactyl, Lunatone, and Steelix. So, so we do not cover any of those. I believe we are out of options unless we just want to run around in the cave and capture a Pokemon. So Actually, we don't need to capture them. They just need to touch it. That's true. Hey, can you got yo crazy Pokemon? Can you guys touch this? Are there any types that you just want to like redo or like reevaluate or take more notes on or anything? Nah, I'm good. Okay. 
that, of them were the same for my notes. Outside of Lily Cove, Aquabase, like four. Though, that, that about how many times is that? You counted eight types identified themselves on the eastern ocean of the Hoenn region. Yes. Jim Lee takes this information. He says, you know, this is this is great, actually, because now we have so much more information than than we had before. And the fact that we have three of them with us protected all in the same place is, is really good, I think. And he's he's clearly trying to convince himself that he's not scared <laughs> uh, in this moment. See, what I'm concerned with is um the fairy one. <laughs> is that, is the, that moon? the moon? <laughs> it's got to be the moon. Come on, guys. Uh, they might be actually blowing up the moon, and now I feel silly for making fun of that skinny twink guy. <laughs> <laughs> because they actually might do it. <laughs> Jim Lee says, well, I guess that's an option, but the first question is, how are they going to do it? The same way they blew up a city in a... We have Pokemon. <laughs> that's true, but I it's Pokemon the moon. Blow up the moon. You think so? The only thing I can think of the, in history that got even close was the Kala's ultimate weapon, and that's really more of a rumor than it is history. I mean, we fought Deoxys, and I think Deoxys could blow up the moon. True, and real. Like, if it wanted to, I mean... They don't. They clearly don't need all of them, right? Because how the fuck are you going to find all the dragon pieces? They have to have some, like, way that they're doing it, if they already have a right, lot of them. Right, if they're already gathering them. That's what I would think, but, like... Because I was like, man, the ghost and the fairy one must be the hardest. Someone destroyed the dragon plane. <laughs> it just scattered it all over the world. Also, a little side note. Uh, remember when we let a uh, big metal bird guy touch the plate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, true. Yeah, so the steel plate is in NRG hands. So I think we can confirm big scary metal bird guy is in NRG. Maybe, but he didn't get the flying one. True, he didn't get the flying one. And if he did yeah, go for the steel one, like, what if he was trying he to race for the flying along? one? And that's where he lives. I'm just saying, like, he just lives at the sky pillar. I don't know. So he's sad. a big bird dude. You he's know, lost. He's trying to find his way home. But, right. Like, what, like it, we, <laughs> it's like we could be suspicious of big metal man, but like, I don't know if that steel plate ended up in the had it before <laughs> him. Yeah, right. What if he was racing them and lost? Like, we're clearly fucking. Even racing them, we're just do 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 along in our own merry way. <laughs> I mean, above above table, we knew that they had the ice one, right? Did we? I we got it. Ice we got it. Yeah. We got it. Oh, oh, no shot. Oh yeah, you're so right. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we nailed that shit. We yeah. knew. You guys yeah, demonstrated the, the efficiency of energy operations. You guys were in and out of there. Yeah, I was. True. I was reading like actually I was reading freaking light novels. I don't know what's going on. Technically. Spoiler, maybe we. It's been a while. You guys got two plates there. What? What was the other plates? one? Yeah, you got a bonus Fuck. one that seemed very benign and like not the important. Thing that, oh, was it the uh, normal Rada one? Got the plate? Oh, yeah. dude, it was. Yeah, it was a normal plate, right? Damn, we're so efficient. God, why are we so <laughs> yeah. efficient? Uh, next campaign, we're playing bad guys for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just too good at this shit. <laughs> do you have? Do you want to run anything by Jim Lee? like talk about anything this is a lot of information this is what many people would call this session as like a lore dump <laughs> kind of yeah um is there anything you want to run by jim lee at this point in time i think we have game plan now right yeah we're going to the desert Sorry. how far away how far out did we say we were meeting red time-wise at moss deep um it's going to line up pretty perfectly within two or three days two or three days we gotta get a move on. We need to pay. We need to pay our debts before we can just dip. 
So pay our debts. Hear me we out. Can portal to Mama portal the boat the rental again. boat back. Portal back to the desert. Fast yeah, travel, gotta... baby. Late game. Okay. Anyways. We gotta get you moving. Um, yeah, we don't pay the debts a big one. We're not gonna have a time to fuck around with the sky pillar before we have to meet Red. I don't think. No, there's no way. Yeah. But then, how do we get your cool alpha transformation for a far fetched? Well, we'll just have a to, normal plate to... in the aqua base. Probably, actually, that's really it. Yeah. Jim Lee does ask. He says, "What do you think is over there? Do you think they have a base on the east part of home in the water?" Jim Lee says, "Ah, I did hear about that. That's it was reported at Lily Cove, as well as in Mauville. So that would make sense. Right? There could be anywhere." At any time, and they so. have Mime Junior in a big mech well, suit. You know, one thing we can do if they have the plates on the confirmed, and right, they're like we can they have Mime Junior, we can track them. Like they don't know where we are, but we know where they are at all times. Right. Wait, we never fucking addressed that. <laughs> what? That's actually a good Mime Junior in a mech suit. <laughs> the the guy that like dropped y'all through a portal. True. Whatever. I still, we, I still, we, have we still haven't addressed that. that yet. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I don't really know what that was. Are you talking about <laughs> at like the, the Hoenn cycling road when you were in a Yeah. 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 Just yeah. jump and they're like, all right, shit. And then we did. <laughs> and then that was never resolved. Yeah. Who knows if it'll ever be resolved? Um so true. Yeah. But we have NRG um, uniforms so we can sneak in. Do I don't Yeah, why not? It's Three still in my do. inventory. Oh, I just had a thought. Do I want to help the party here? Hmm. Yes. Please. That'd be cool. Cindy, make you a history make check. For us? Cindy. Oh, 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 oh. The last two rolls were four. DC 10. 10 or better. Oh, that means DC this one's going to be a good one. Think how many more weeks of your life Come it's going to add if you don't help us? History. My history's only plus one. That's seven. Well, Cindy has like an inkling that maybe there's like one more thing she can do with the Atlas Stone, but she just it slips her mind. Cindy. I feel like there's something else I can do here. Maybe does it have to do. We may Is never Cindy know. Cindy, a water type Pokemon? Oh my god. Cindy, touch the stone. <laughs> do you take their advice and do so, Cindy? Yeah. Oh my fucking god. Nothing the, happens. The garbage. Trubbish! Oh my god, you're trubbish. a fucking trubbish. <laughs> stinky guy. The stinky can guy. Can let him out? You can let him out. Um, stinky guy. Let out the stinky guy. It's immediately stinky as Trubbish is reunited. Please <laughs> oh, make please make a DC 12 con save for Trubbish. Their modifier is plus one. That's uh, a nine. I'm rolling like shit today. Does he throw up? He throws up immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Trubbish was in the Pokeball for so long, and he's so stressed, and uh, now he's in a new cave. It's not nearly as hot. Yeah, you let uh, him out in one cave, and then put him out in another cave, and never let him out since. Uh, hey, buddy, can you touch this rock? Um, he's kind of standing in a puddle of his garbage vomit and he looks at you with like pleading puppy eyes um, and he gives like a little nod and he goes to touch the Atlas Stone. What illuminates is a part in the eastern Hoenn Ocean. Ooh, he's just poison. He's just poison. Okay. He's poison and stinky. So energy <laughs> has nine, please. City that it's like this is the stinky plate so <laughs> i in review i think you guys covered every type except for fighting and grass and we have the grass and we have grass we know we, have grass, we can so assume the location of grass so it's really just fighting I have so, a fighting in the box so, so it has been confirmed 
that nine types being normal, poison, ground, bug, steel, psychic, ice, dark, and maybe water are all in the same location. But water yeah, water's uh, weird. Interesting. It's not in the same spot. You so. did not check fighting. You did not check grass. You are in possession of fire, grass, and electric. And it seems that flying, rock, fairy, ghost, and dragon are in some sort of unusual Ooh. circumstance. Those last two, being ghost and dragon, are all kind of pointing to that same spot in the eastern right. Hoenn Ocean. So above table, I think right now they're getting the water plate. And they're over it right now in their blimp. So like we're oh. like live action watching them get the water plate out of the Team Aqua base. Like, they're nearby, and they're sending a crew out to get it. Right, they're literally going to retrieve it, and the blimp is the location of all the other plates. Fuck. Yeah. Like I said, we can can confirm it by checking again, tracking them to see where they move to. And so, yeah, like, uh, what's up with that ghost type? You want to talk about that? That they're all gathering, all the ghosts are gathering in a single location? Are you asking Jim Lee, or are you guys talking about it amongst yourselves? Uh, Amongst ourselves, I think. Okay. Um, Wasn't there some fucky shit at Mount Pyre we're supposed to go check out. Oh no, it's, yeah. It's where Rhoda lives. Yeah. Is that where Mount yeah. Pyre is? Well, that's not where Mount Pyre is. That's I don't not where think Mount Pyre is, dude. Am I, am I getting my mountains mixed up? Like, that's I, like, I, the it, they're, yeah, they're gathering do... in like the center of the ocean. Right, but we do have unfinished ghost business in Mount Pyre, which is nearby. There was an optional I... side quest that you dipped your toes in in New Mallville that was connected to Mount Pyre. With the Rotom. Yeah. Correct. And his ghost friends. We were going to look into that no. when we were okay. on our way there because we were going to end up there eventually. So. I Don't... will return Trubbish because he is stinky. Okay. He was delighted to see the outside for a little bit, but he will gladly return to his Pokeball. Yeah, you should probably take him like outside, outside. He's only seen caves. <laughs> I will. Maybe we'll find his, his owners. It's still a little stinky, but it's just yeah, a and finally evolves. Yeah, he's like, whoa, Garbodor. <laughs> he's like, holy crap, the sun. It's like become stinkier. Oh, no. Now, I don't mean to cast blame upon the potentially dead, but if we have the stone, then how does NRG know where so many of these locations are? I mean, I, I too don't want to cast blame on the air quotes dead. But uh, yeah, it's definitely Symmetra's fault. <laughs> yeah, like, like it before it was like, oh, like they maybe happened to chance upon a few of them. But this is nine. Where is like, and the fragments, if, where's, dude? Um, where's Sam's notebook? Can we compare Sam's notebook notes to the map we have currently? Absolutely. You're welcome to uh, to pull that out and take a look. What exactly are you evaluating? They definitely look a lot more scattered out. Which means they've been gathering them since we've been looking at them. So, so it's definitely Sam's fault. For sure. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, there are a heck of a lot more scattered before. How many do you count? Well, assuming we got the one at Mount Pyre. Or, uh, sorry, not Mount Pyre. Mount whatever, the volcano. <laughs> also note that they are colored differently. Can you deduce any information based on this? I will probably just read through it for people who listen. There's a modern map of Hoenn in Symmetra's notebook, and if you haven't joined the Discord server, you can find it there. It is also in the YouTube video. I think it's episode 47. No, that's Birthright. It's like two after, it's like 49 or something. Uh, The episode starts with like, you can go on YouTube and look at Sam's notebook in in real time. I will describe it. There is a light blue dot and a red dot in Duford Town. There is a blue dot in Meteor Falls. There is a light blue dot at uh, Mount Chimney. 
There is a blue dot in Route 111 in the desert. There's a red dot in Mauville City. There is a blue dot uh, somewhere in the southern Hoenn Ocean. There is a red and a light blue dot in the south of the jungle outside of Mauville. What route is that? 116, I believe. There is a circle in black drawn around that route um, that is south of Fortree. There's a red dot in Fortree City. There's a red dot on Mount Pyre. There's a red dot in Lily Cove City. There's a red dot on Sutopolis City. There's a red dot in Moss Deep City. And there's a yellow dot in Evergrande City. The only yellow dot. So it looks like the light blue ones are the ones that we have. Or at least we had while we were with Sam. And... The normal blue ones line up with the ones that they still don't have, except for the one that looks like it's in Meteor Falls, which she potentially stole while we were there. Oh. Or it's the fighting one. Or the dragon mm. one. Or the dragon or, one. And or maybe she stole dragon some dragon fragment. shit, yeah. Maybe it was a dragon fragment or a couple dragon fragments. Could be. Um, And then I'm assuming the red ones were the ones that they targeted. And I don't know anything about they the other one. already. Yeah, those are the ones they now have. But since they were there when this was marked. Note that there's also a total of 15 dots. And this is, it's old timey style, but this is what Hoenn looks like in modern modern day. This is present Hoenn. It makes me think that the flying plate isn't Sky Tower. Yeah, Sky Pillar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Maybe it is just, I think that it's not though. I don't think it's far enough east. It looks closer to Southern Island. After sharing notes and with concern in Jim Lee's eyes, they sit around the McCargo stove fire that smells like delicious flatbread curry food and also Trubbish's vomit, and they consider their options for the future, and that is where we will end the session. Hello, and thank you so much for listening to the latest episode of Dunsparce and Drampa. I'd like to give an extra special thank you to our latest patron, Gold Roller. I'd like to take a moment to talk about three different projects that we have going on for the listeners. The first being the P.O. Box. We've already done an unboxing video on Patreon, and it's been a lot of fun so far. If you felt so inclined to just send us a letter, you might be featured on the Patreon, so check it out. Additionally, I'd like to plug our merch store. Melissa has been doing a wonderful job adding new designs, and we have all sorts of merch available for purchase, including t-shirts, hats, bumper stickers, patches, jackets, you name it. Last but not least, Grace has been running our TikTok page, which also translates to YouTube shorts. Grace is such a funny video editor, and she always finds the best little moments in the show. All of these links are on the link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Dunsparce. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you for the next session on February 13th. And, uh... Fuck, did Schmidt have a last name? <laughs> I'm Schmidt Fuck! That's the weirdest last name I've ever heard. You guys don't have to give last names. He's just making the connection that he is related to Gimli. Wait, Schmidt, why don't you just summon Rayquaza to destroy <laughs> the moon? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, no, no. Summon Rayquaza to take you to the moon. That's so fire. Yeah. That's so yeah. funny. <laughs> what, if, what if you just had to Oh, no. <laughs> you know what? No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, I had and to. You I just had to bring up your buddy Requesa. I'm sorry. Let's Can't wait. Why don't we just take out the gun and shoot the moon? <laughs> oh wait, we can shoot the moon. Um, this is great. We're really brainstorming. <laughs> Have you guys seen that wrong of Pokemon Emerald that has like a, a like 50 new types? <laughs> oh yeah, like the too many types mod. Yeah. Yeah, it has like Republican and like gun. <laughs> And like a little, it has little and guy are two separate types. So yeah. you can have That's a literally guy my two as a dual type. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> it's a total time. 